You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody. Welcome, I suppose, to <laughs> my home of despair, of my home of sadness, and mm. I guess the Underdog NFL Show. I'm Chris Horwadell. Joined by that gentleman is Mario Hines. And last week's episode was titled An Undeniably Super Week. I think this week it's going to be uh, an undeniably non-super week. Mario, (laughs) things aren't great. I'm not doing amazing. I didn't take the loss real well. And Mm. uh, other than that, everything's great. (laughs) How's you and Juju Smith-Schuster's relationship? He what a he's just corny, man. Uh, the I don't have to be upset about that because the rest of the NFL was upset about. That. Oh, it and was cool great. That. It was great, and I'm glad you mentioned that specific word because if I think there's part of the conversation that is being steered towards hate that they like that they didn't win and blah. No, it's the emphasis. It's the who. It's the who, it's the messenger. It's the messenger yeah. this time. Yeah, Cam. I mean, congratulations. You were you were unbelievable in the Super Bowl. <laughs> a real a real difference maker, and uh, certainly the reason that that the team is uh, Super Bowl champions had absolutely nothing to do with the fact that fifteen plays on that team and not the Eagles. But uh, you know, Kesara Sara, dude. Mm-hmm. Kesara Sara. I mean, I just want you to say what that it, again, by the way. Juju had fifty three critical. Those were big Critical. yards. That 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 fourteen yard long pass that he had was a real game breaker. It actually turned the tide. It's just it's stupid, man. Like, congratulations you you're you had seven catches for no yards. You did great. Thumbs up. <laughs> proud of you. Like, enjoy, man. But it's just just dumb, just dumb. And like, but like I said, the the NFL really. Uh, kept their own in line there. It was not every time, every time I opened Twitter, it was somebody, some other completely un. Well, I mean, AJ had something to say and AJ's response was great. But other than that, it was just a bunch of non Eagles just basically telling Juju he's a fucking idiot. I think I believe like Eric Blunt used the word dickhead. Uh, Ooh, so, wow. So yeah, no, it's um, congrats. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Definitely something that uh, you're responsible for. And uh, whatever, man, it, it, it is yep. what it is. Look, football doesn't end. I have BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, talk about some Super Bowl odds for next year. We'll talk about the NFL coaching changes. We'll talk about some moves that have already been made. The Jaguars made a move. Uh, the the Raiders made a move. Uh, but I know what I felt about it. What what was as a non-Eagles fan, what was your takeaway from the Super Bowl? This is where I was at with the Super Bowl. I was happy. I was pleased. I was I came into yeah. the game, and if you listen to last week's uh episode, I came into the game believing the Eagles would win. Yeah. I also had like kind of a vested interest in Jalen Hurts. And once I saw, slash, it was confirmed that Hertz was going to have a good game, he wasn't going to shrink, blah, 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 I was yeah. kind of instantly satisfied. And then I saw how both teams were not 
uh, shitting the bed and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I immediately like who I wanted to win, thought would win, was not even in play anymore. Thanks, bud. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't keep it alive, which is actually, which is the actual reason why. Uh, it was just, look, Chiefs are a really, really good team. Not a, I'm not like, it is what it is. Like a really, a really good team with the best player in football beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Mahomes was great. Andy Reid was as good, if not better. New Arizona Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon was not as good or better. And perhaps that is why Bavada has them tied for the lowest odds to win the Super Bowl next year. Those Arizona Cardinals at plus 25,000. <laughs> But I just it it stinks to lose the game the way it was lost. Even if, and I concede, James Bradbury committed a holding penalty. It is what it is. Twice. But it it's probably it just sucks that that's the way it went. You know what? It took me a little bit longer to come to turn not come to terms, but come to that because it was the right call. Like to the point where the the, the call that everyone showed is not the actual, um, the one that I thought was the worst, like the, the coming out of the, the break, like that's a, that's mm-hmm. as a receiver, like that's a, that's a route changing, timing changing hold, right? That matters. Yeah, uh, for but, sure. but on that field. Yeah. Especially on that field. But the result of the runoff thing, the clock, like that's the part where I'm like, okay, I get it. Cause they were in position to make the field goal anyway, obviously not a chip shot and nothing really is at this point, especially at that level of pressure on that stage. But I assume I was going with the assumption that they were going to get the points, right? The three points Me too. now. Yeah. But I, that, but I, that, I assumed Philadelphia would have an opportunity to answer. However, exactly, exactly. And that's the corny part. The corny part is, we got that was taken away because of a call. And the only thing you could do about that is not call it, which, okay, cool, because the bigger loser was the Eagles if you don't call it. Like, obviously. Right. Yeah. But then what if, what if the field, what if Harrison Butker misses the field goal? And then we're talking about the Chiefs were then robbed of a potential Super Bowl. It, it just, you can't put yourself in that position. That's what happened. The Eagles put themselves in a position. James Bradbury put the Eagles in a position. And credit to him, he took responsibility for it to lose the game. Yeah, it is yeah, worse. yeah. No, it's 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 it was a fifty fifty. No, it wasn't. It was a hold. But it was in those yeah, scenarios, for sure. Yeah, in those scenarios, it's fifty fifty. Like one of the teams is going to get caught. Like it, in that scenario, it just sucks that that was a scenario with that much time on the clock. Like, damn. Uh, but I actually, man, I would have, the, the same way I think the Eagles got to eat that, I would have told the Chiefs fans to eat that too. Like, hey, bro. Hey. Well, the thing is, as you well know, like that is a penalty that is committed much like offensive holding on 35 to 40% of plays. Correct. Correct. You can and, if you if you want to look for that, you can call that hold almost any time. Yeah, and I think okay, coming this this is new. This is a new thought, and I'll, I'll investigate later. But w- willing to put it on hmm. wax. Okay. The, let's 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 applaud Andy Reid for creating a one-on-one matchup 
uh, where the field isn't crowded, in an area where the field isn't crowded to make that call. Because I also would say a receiver like number nine doesn't get that call in that scenario either. Truth be told. Well, Andy was great. Andy was, he called an unbelievable game. There's no question about that. And they just, there was no response. And it's funny because I, all the things that Andy did right are the things that we were so frustrated with him in Philadelphia. The clock (laughs) management was always a problem and he was magical. He, he adjusted to what the Eagles did. And then the Eagles did not adjust back. That got them those two nearly identical walk-in touchdowns. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Look, it, it was what it was. And somebody had to make a play. We needed we needed a Brandon Graham strip sack, like in 2018. Somebody needed to step up and do the thing, and nobody stepped up in this one. So yeah, th- it's a that, loss. That, we move on. Yep, yep. That um that turnover score thing, which I thought would be on the Eagles side, is I think you know that was, that was a thing that was missing for you all for sure. Well, I don't I don't think anyone would have predicted that the team that was third in the NFL all time in sacks uh, would not get one. And really would not would not knock Patty Mac around too much either. Right, 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 right. Like you would have you would have thought. You would have thought. Also, wouldn't have thought that the Chiefs would outgain the Eagles by what forty five yards on six fewer carries. That was unpredictable. Ooh, yeah, my boy, my boy Pacheco did what he did though. I I thought he was going to do that frustrating like that isaiah pacheco is really his ability to get nine a carry for a a large portion of time they just marched down the field and the game felt totally different when the eagles were unable to to defend the run at all Mm -hmm. Um, jordan Mm -hmm. davis was was terrible and damakansu was not good and he committed a pretty costly slash and esque penalty Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just bad. There's a lot of guys. I was thinking after the game, and like, I don't remember hearing Brandon Graham's name. I don't remember hearing Fletcher Cox's name. I don't remember hearing Darius Slay's name. Ooh, good call. I don't remember hearing those names either. Like well, now, for a cornerback, that's yeah, that's right. okay. Right. But for a defensive for a defensive lineman, you especially. A guy who had 11 uh, sacks this year in, in BG and and Fletch, who was always a big game player. Like you got to you got to step up. Josh Sweat was another one who did nothing. Hassan Reddick was another one who did nothing. Yeah, How much the field good. played a part, uh, you know, probably a decent amount. But both teams played on that field. Yeah, that's the part where it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that can only go so far. That can only go. So and far. even though like it's we imp- said. 26 carries for 158 yards, 6.1 a carry. And for the Eagles, however, 32 for 115, 3.6 a carry, 15 for 70 of that was Jalen Hurts. If you take Hmm. Jalen Hurts out, you're talking about 17 carries for 45 yards. Right, 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 right. Like, (laughs) where was the run game? Where where did they just? I mean, they didn't show up. You know what? You know what? And it's this is like not a real predictor, but something that caught me was Miles Sanders' first carry was yeah, really bad. It was, it re- was like a there, and it was basically his. He was done after that. And 
the re- and I don't want to say the reason he fumbled, but he created the fumble scenario by bouncing outside twice when there were two lanes, two uphill lanes. It was a very weird. It was like it was it was it was um, you know, to the naked eye, whatever. But like <laughs> when you're watching that, that it looked like the point the point of attack was one, and he said no twice. And then got popped because the guy was coming downhill shooting the outside alley. And I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, I really hope that Philadelphia doesn't rest on its laurels in terms of the running back position. Miles Sanders is going to be gone. He he will cost too much to retain, and he won't be worth what what he will cost. I really hope they don't think Kenneth Gainwell is an adequate starting running back in the NFL. That dude is tiny. Like Number he's 14? a Yes, the the one That's who looks like a him. small wide receiver. Yes, uh, the yes, exactly. Like he's he's an adequate change of pace guy. I don't like fine. I mean, he's oh, he catches the ball out of the backfield decently, but he can't be your starting running back. No, 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 and I, it it can't it can't. There's no way they think that. I have to I have to act like I'm in the locker room or in the. In the coach's room, like there's no way they think that. I can I tell you, I I didn't want to say this out loud during the game, and I did in the second half when I realized where we were and what was going to happen because we all saw the outcome coming once the Chiefs started scoring the ball. But I I, I turned to Alexa, and I was like, it's going to be the most Eagles thing ever to win a Super Bowl where Tom Brady throws for 505 yards. And lose a Super Bowl when Patrick Mahomes throws for 175. <laughs> and Patty Mack ended up 182. Isn't that great? Isn't that just great? Like, like I just who, knew like, that was I knew it was gonna happen. I, <laughs> I knew it. Even, like, and, now, and now you have a lot of questions with this Eagles team. Jason Kelsey's probably done. Isaac Sayamala a free agent. But the offense should be okay. The defense is going to be a concern. You have eight defensive starters, free agents, including a lot of very important players. The team's going to look different. They lost both of their coordinators. As I mentioned, Jonathan Gannon, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Shane Steichen, the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, who, by the way, plus 15,000 at Bavada, if you're interested in their Super Bowl future for next year. It's going to look different. It appears that it is all but a foregone conclusion that quarterback coach Brian Johnson, who has worked with Jalen Hurts forever, will be the new offensive coordinator. Seems like Denard Wilson is the favorite to be the defensive coordinator. Um, we'll see. And then, hey, look, at least, at least if we get these guys poached in the future, we take advantage of the, the minority hiring rule. So we won't lose our coordinators for nothing. We'll get some third round picks in exchange, but uh, a lot of stuff has to happen to get back to that place. Cool. And uh, it's hard for a lot of those things to happen. It has to be symmetry. (laughs) Well, for sure. This felt like the year, this felt like the opportunity. Um, But you know, it was a good season. You can't, if, if you, if you go into the year and you're like, Hey, you're going to go 14 and three and the super, it's going to be a three point super bowl. The, the, the outcome is going to be a three point outcome. You're going to take that a hundred percent of the time. Absolutely. So stinks now, but uh, an incredibly positive year. And now we just, we see what happens next. That, you know what? You've grown. 
you have grown, sir. This is this is all for show. Got it. All for show, I'm Mario. Surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. No, it's just a lot of a lot of cursing and ranting on message boards. Perfect Thanks. alias. So many aliases have been created. Yeah, I'm just I'm calling myself Kevin Durant. <laughs> That's so. Funny. Your burner is Kevin Durant's official. Yeah, my burner is Kevin Durant. That's just what it is. Um, oh man, how uh, how do we feel about these teams next? How do you, okay? Come on, man. Looking at Super Bowl odds, you have the Chiefs plus six hundred at Bavada, the favorites. The Bills plus seven fifty. The Forty ers plus eight. And then the Eagles and Bengals plus nine. What if you, who, who are you confident in at this point? I mean, who do you think, I think would the, be good? I think the Bengals end up being better than the Bills. The interesting thing about what the Bills might end up being, because there's a, there's a, I'm not wishing this on the Bills, but this yeah. is real. Psyche is real. And that four Super Bowl loss Bills era. It's eerily similar, except it's not Super Bowl losses. It's just Super yep. Bowl hype like era where you don't even make it to the Super Bowl, let alone the conference championship game. Sure. That's where I feel the Bills are. So I just want to start there with them being the second favorites. I think they fall short of that again. How do you put San Francisco at plus 800 with the uncertainty over who will be a quarterback? Because who's, who's it going to be? Because we're th- hearing, we hear it could be Aaron Rodgers at this point. We're hearing if it's Aaron. Oh, I mean, I think that because they may believe in which could be the case is that whoever it ends up being the quarterback will play relatively well, and they still will be able to uh, keep most teams from scoring. Yeah, that's fair. The Chiefs deserve to be the favorites. Absolutely. I think that they just did a thing that I still haven't fully processed in terms of like losing guys, having, I mean, Travis Kelsey milked it. Mr. Hill. Yes. Losing guy. And they were better after that. Like, because look, it's, but it's not as crazy as people say, because you know that when you have a guy like Tyree kill, he is your first look on every play. Right, 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 right. And now all of a sudden we see that, oh, Travis Kelsey, was he might be better than Tyreek Hill. And this opens up the offense for everybody else. Right, right. And the fact that that opening up the offense for everything else isn't just the opportunity to highlight someone else, which is what that usually means. It's actually that in, the ball could go anywhere on the field at any given mm-hmm. time because the quarterback's yeah. skill set makes that possible. Just as much as the coach's scheme skill makes that. It's just really, really, it's going to be hard to think that even if they take a step down and what they did this year, that what they, what they lose in overall efficiency, they may gain in not having to rev up to get to this point, which they kind of did a little bit. Well, in terms of the other coaches, Sean Payton goes to Denver plus thirty five hundred at Bavada. What do we what do we think of the Broncos next year? I think they still have pieces we gotta figure out. I mean, they they're exciting in the right places. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're not. There's some hmm. there's some gaps in, in really important spots. Um 
but they're exciting in the exciting places. It's really what I meant, which is skill. Okay. And so um, it's a coin toss there because do you, do you rely on that and go with serviceable folks or do you in, make the intention to find another impact guy, especially offensively, um, uh, either either runner or O-line and shift identity in a sense? I don't know what Sean Payton's coming with outside of being a quality coach. I just don't know if this team's that good. They're not going to be like physical like the Saints. I can't compare it. I can't compare it. No, but they're going to be so much better than they were this year. Just because you have Sean Payton versus Nathaniel Hackett. Right, 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 right. Um, in Carolina, they hire Frank Reich to be their new head coach and get Jim Caldwell as a senior assistant. That's a big, uh, big acquisition for them. Plus fifty five hundred at Bavada. How do you feel? Uh, you are the Panthers or or the Broncos a better team next year? Oh, that's a good question. I think Broncos. I think that leap is uh, easier to make. So more simply like the 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 Russell Wilson regression yeah, to yeah. Uh, to adequacy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like making Russell Wilson better is is still as as bad as he looked and as as disappointing as it was. Slight improvement is still pretty good, you know. For for Yeah, they get Javante Williams back too, who I like a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other head coach, D'Amico Ryans takes over the Houston Texans tied with the Arizona Cardinals plus 25,000 for the worst odds to win the Super Bowl next year at Pavada. I'm with it. <laughs> what I, I love. Them. I don't know if I'll ever like the. Yeah, I mean, I uh, my. Prayer. I don't. I don't. I don't trust the Cardinals. I love D'Amico. I mean, the Texans. I love D'Amico. That's where I said. I'm like, I don't even know if like he will. He will squeeze whatever juice is left in, in the fruit that uh, the Texans are. The front office allows yep. them to be. He'll squeeze. He'll squeeze it. But who's to say the size of the cup? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the cup done. Well, I don't want to say runneth over. It it don't have a hole at the bottom. Yeah, like it is, really it is basically empty at the time. Yeah, like uh, I just don't trust it. And who know there's still the big thing about guys not don't want to go there because if we don't trust the organization, yeah. guy like players don't. Yeah, I, I do think I do think the Miko is gonna bring them back into the right direction. And the last thing I want to talk about, because we gotta get out of here in just a second. The Las Vegas Raiders, who find themselves plus 4,000 at Bavada right now to win the Super Bowl next year, have released Derek Carr. He's already visited the Saints, going to visit the Jets. He'll be, he'll be a, a popular man over the next couple of weeks. When we get to week one of the NFL regular season, will their odds be better or worse to win the Super Bowl than they are right now? Oh, the actual Raiders? The Raiders. What are the odds again? Plus four thousand, basically, basically mid tier. Yeah, yeah. Better. I think they'll be slightly better. I, I, I don't think they, I don't think they uh, shit the bed when it comes to replacing him. I just don't know if that replacement will pan out. I, I mean, yeah. Is that replacement doing his due diligence in the darkness right now? (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. You know. If uh, if it's Aaron Rodgers, that number is going to skyrocket. If it is uh, not, that number is probably not going to be as good. You you don't think they can replace him with anybody else outside Aaron Rodgers? Uh, feel, I mean, the the I improvement about, feel like there's energy around it. I don't know who they go after. I mean, uh, you know, I could 
I'm, we don't have time to talk about this right now. I'm, we're going to take a couple of weeks off back prior to free agency, but I'm fascinated to know what's going to happen to Trey Lance because I think he could mm. potentially be an option here. Oh, so, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, we'll come back. Who the hell knows? The QB carousel is going to be a fascinating one. All right, Super Bowl's over, as are my hopes and dreams for now. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off. We'll be back before free agency, do a little preview there, talk about the NFL Combine, stuff like that. I've been Chris Warwardell. He's been Mario Hines. We thank you for listening, and we will see you back here soon.